Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton. We're going to talk today with Preston Cooper, a research analyst at the American Enterprise Institute, about the high cost of college. The Daily Standard Podcast is brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. They don't mess around with 14-blade razors and magic lubrication strips or other gimmicky shave technology. Daily Standard listeners can get their first month with the Dollar Shave Club for just $5 with free shipping. Just go to dollarshaveclub.com slash weeklystandard. Preston, welcome to the Daily Standard podcast. Thanks for having me. So there are a lot of kids who have gotten their acceptances to college in the last month or so, and their parents are now desperately trying to figure out how they're going to pay for the college that their kids are going to go to. How much has tuition at public universities gone up over the last 15 years or so? Over the last 15 years, um, it's gone up by several thousand dollars, around 50%. You have done some research in which you're looking at um, how things go up in good times and bad times. Does tuition go down in bad times, or does it (laughs) still just keep climbing? That's right. It seems like tuition's going up all the time, no matter what we do. My uh, report specifically looked at the relationship between uh, the state uh, funding that states provide to public colleges and tuition. And what I found is basically when state funding's going up, when state funding's going down, it really doesn't matter. Colleges are raising tuition no matter what, good times and bad. So what are the theories about why tuition keeps going up? So the theory that I subscribe to is what's called the revenue theory of costs, and that's basically the idea that colleges are going to squeeze all the money they can out of every revenue source that's available to them. So whether it's tuition, whether it's state funding, whether it's federal student loans, federal student aid, uh, they're going to maximize basically all of those revenue streams. And what is kind of a myth out there right now is that one of the main reasons tuition's going up is because states have been cutting the funding that they're providing to public colleges. Well, if uh, they're going to maximize tuition revenue no matter what, state funding, whether that goes up or down, it's pretty irrelevant. As you put it in your report, they charge as much as they can get away with. Exactly. So if I understand this correctly, this means if I walk in and I've got $10,000 I can spend for college, but that's all the money I've got, that college might be willing to take $10,000. But if I show up and I've got $10,000 of my own money and I've got a federal subsidy, a a loan, a grant of $5,000, that the school is going to want to charge $15,000. It's not that anything has changed in terms of their costs or their revenues, but it's just my ability to pay that they want to maximize as much money from me as I'm capable of paying. Yeah, ability to pay is a is a huge part of it. Yeah, the relationship isn't one to one. So when uh, if you have a five thousand dollars student loan, that doesn't necessarily mean five thousand more dollars, but it would probably mean four thousand or three thousand more dollars in tuition. But what's really important about this is that colleges, when uh, you apply for a federal student loan, basically they can see what your income is and how much you have in savings. Uh, immediately because you fill out a form uh, in order to get access to those federal student loans where you put all that you put all that information down so the college sees right there oh he has this much in savings so we know uh, how much to charge him now we know how much we can get away with if schools are charging as much as they can get away with how do you reduce the cost of tuition 
Well, I would say a big part of it is uh, more competition. I mean, what we see right now is that most students are going to public colleges uh, in state, so they're kind of held captive uh, in the state where they where they grow up because uh, most co- public colleges charge both in-state and out-of-state tuition, and the in-state tuition rate is a lot lower. So if you want to escape, if you want to go to another state uh, for college, you're going to have to pay much more in tuition. Um, and as a result, uh, there's really no competitive pressures within states themselves because there's so few colleges. Is Is there any legislation afoot or suggestion that schools should do away with the in-state, out-of-state tuition difference? Not that I know of. I mean, one thing that's important to keep in mind is that the out-of-state students are kind of a big cash cow for uh, for colleges because um, they, uh, because they're going to be paying so much more than the in-state students. So colleges are going to be uh, kind of loath to get rid of that uh, distinction. But one thing I'd say that we can do is uh, – Instead of providing uh, the state funding uh, directly to colleges, basically giving it straight to them, one thing we could do is basically give that money to the students uh, as financial aid grants or vouchers, if you will. But doesn't that then make it that they can pay more if they've got a grant that's coming to them that then the schools are going to try to capture by raising tuition even more? That's that's definitely a danger. But if you, if you want to help uh, students uh, pay for college, then – there's really no way around those dangers. And one good thing about giving it to them as a grant uh, is that it's not going to be a one-to-one increase in tuition. They might increase tuition 50 cents for every $1 in grant money that you give them. So even though the college is going to capture a big part of that, the student's still going to come out ahead. Preston Cooper, research analyst at the American Enterprise Institute, thanks for joining us on The Daily Standard. Thanks for having me. And thanks so much for listening to the Daily Standard podcast. You can get all of our podcasts at weeklystandard.com, or better yet, subscribe at iTunes or Google Play. Go to either of those services and search for Weekly Standard. That way you'll never miss any of our podcasts, including the Substandard podcast on Thursdays, the Crystal Clear podcast with Bill Crystal every Friday, and the Confab with me, Eric Felton, every weekend. Catch you next time.